Oh, welcome in. Pick Silly Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? Aaron, how you doing? Man, it's a good day. You know, Did we uh, match? Almost. I think so. We're closely you know, matching. We're, we're almost wearing the same polo. It's almost like we think the same and we're from the same family. Yeah, it's like we're related. Oh, my goodness. This is called the Goodwill Special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I bought mine at a secondhand store, too, so we're in the same know. boat. Listen, you can find some good stuff there. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah. out. Shout out to GIA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, how you doing? Everything going good? Everything's going good. I mean, it's uh, it's a better week this week. Um, you know, Brittany's not sick. We've we've been hanging out. We had our friend Justin come into town from oh, Wisconsin. He basically Wisconsin. lives in Wisconsin <laughs> and uh, watched some good football this last weekend. You know, um, I tried rice. F- I tried rice pudding for the very first time. Man, it's good stuff, isn't it? That's pretty good. <laughs> That's the yeah. No, Justin came down here and he's like, I was going to the store and we were going to buy cups of rice pudding because Brittany loves it and I like it too. But anyway, he's like, "How about I make it for you?" I'm like, "You know how to make it?" Yeah. And so he got like a gallon of milk, poured it in in this little pot, stirred it for an hour, threw some uh, rice in there, threw some vanilla on top, and he just stirred it for an hour. And then we threw it outside to cool off. By the time, you know, evening game, we were chowing down on that stuff. Yeah, he uh, he basically said uh, he was eating it. And he said uh, he looked over at me and we just stopped by for a little bit because we had plans after. And uh, he looked at me and he said, have you had rice pudding before? And I said, no. And he said, <laughs> do you want some? And I said, I guess. And it was like one of those, you know, if you say no, you're going to disappoint me. Right. And uh, so, like, yeah, I mean, I guess. And then he just, you know, five minutes later, he, he walks off. And I'm I'm thinking he had forgotten about it or something. And then he comes back with a bowl of rice pudding. Like, okay, I guess I have to eat this now. But it wasn't bad. It was the first time trying it. So, it was pretty there good. There you go. I'm getting you cultured a little yeah, by a little. well, I guess. <laughs> All right. I guess uh, speaking of culture, we'll move on to some sports. How about that? Hey, man, it's been a good week. Good week yeah. of sports. I tell you what, it really has. To be honest with you, I mean, it seems like every day there's something new in the in the hog universe that uh, the Razorback gods have given us. So I I don't know what to think of what's going on right now. But let's start with A and M. Let's start with how that game went. Man, that was the craziest, craziest game. And uh, you saw the, the uh, how valuable Jalen Williams was in that game, going mm-hmm. up for rebounds, getting his – getting. I think he went 14-11 and uh, six steals, I believe is what he ended up with. Uh, yeah, and, six steals. He got 14 points, 11 rebounds. Very good. Yeah, no, he had an awesome game. And he was the key to that game. Uh, Note – you know, I think he got he got uh, 19 points, I believe. Oh, but he had to take a lot of shots. You're close, am I 17. Am I, oh, but he was off that game. He had to take a lot of shots to get those points. And uh, truthfully, it was just a um, – it was a good game. It was a good matchup to uh, watch the Hogs, you know, um, have a little bit of a challenge. They They had some craziness there to end the game. Um, going into overtime and 
And in that overtime, Amude went up and dunked it. And, you know, some would say that, yes, some would say that he should have caught it and just dribbled out the ball. But (laughs) I got to be honest, if if you're playing A&M or Texas or LSU, there are no rules. (laughs) I don't care about sportsmanship. I don't care about dribbling the ball out against those types of people. You want that rivalry to keep going. So go ahead and smack your talk, you know. Well, well, the only reasoning is because with a one-point lead, and, when, oh, and you know when he when he caught the ball, there was about three seconds left, and there wasn't anyone um, close around him. Now, not to say that A and M wouldn't have fouled him and sent him to the free throw line, but that, but him going up and scoring gave them the opportunity to get a last second heave. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they won, and that's what matters. A and M's a good, good team. And uh, they're actually playing a Tennessee team tonight. But um, it was good to escape that game with a win. Um, yeah, it was nuts. The fans were fun, but uh, pulled it out. Yeah, yeah. I, it was it was absolutely bananas. And I, I, I get your point. I didn't even think about the circumstance, so I'm glad you pointed that out. But uh, I definitely like the vibes that it gave. I do think that you need to start putting the announcers back in the building, though. It, this is getting absolutely ridiculous. There's no vibes, really, with the – you can't really match the energy. It's just very, very difficult to announce remote, and I think well, we're seeing that. Well, what's crazy is to start off the season, you know, when they're doing non-con um, games, you know, you would have Manny Watkins on there, and you'd have another guy who's a color analyst that is – you know, leading it. And um, it's kind of crazy that they had them on the sidelines, but as the seasons went along, um, they've decided that they're going to pull the people from there and they're just going to live stream it from home. Well, and I can commentating that... from. Good. Oh, no, that was, that was it. Yeah. I can tell you that a lot of people would agree with, uh, with me whenever I say that I'm, I'm ready to get them back in the building. I mean, they're, they're paid salary to be in the building, put them in. Right. There. Yeah, no, there's a lot that goes on there. We're just, yeah. you know. Outside looking in. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdness going on uh, just within sports and the world. And let's just, 2022 started off weird and we th- when we thought 2020 and 2021 would be enough. So um, we're just trying our best. Um, I will say going back to that game, Jalen Williams at the close to the end of that game, had an amazing mid-range fadeaway jumper um, that put Arkansas up by three. Um, they struggled to rebound the ball uh, when AM was shooting. However, that shot by Williams was uh, reminiscent of a shot that I remember from, I believe it was 2006. And this dates me a little bit, but Arkansas was in the SEC tournament when a guy named Stephen Hill he was a seven-foot guy from Branson, um, and they were playing Tennessee in the SEC tournament. He did – it was like 4.1 seconds, caught the ball, turned around, fade away, hit a, sh- a mid-range shot to send Arkansas to the SEC championship. And that's where my brain went when Jalen was fading away with shot. Jalen's a better shooter than Steven was, but it's, it's going to be one of those big shots that we'll remember throughout this season because it was that important of a shot. Um, and you know, you just hope that Arkansas can take that game and take tonight's game and continue that momentum going forward. 
And I think we're starting to see just how important Jalen Williams is to this team. I mean, I, we, sure. saw it, we saw it even at the beginning. We called it. You know, we said that J.D. Note, Jalen Williams, and we hope Chris Likes would show up, which he hasn't yet. But uh, we, we mentioned those two significant players, and we're seeing how vital they are to this team. Because I will say, without J.D. Note and without Jalen Williams, we wouldn't have 14 wins right now, 15 wins oh. tonight. For sure. No, we would be all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so that would be a, that would be an issue. And so um, luckily we, we have been doing well. Um, you know, likes is he's been off. He has, um, he didn't he, even get a single minute tonight. Well, he played, he just threw a turnover and got pulled. And so he was in there for maybe 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then coach pulled him out. But um it's one of those things where we uh, we're doing better. I think coach has found his lineup and I think he's going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Shifting into uh, tonight's game against Ole Miss. I say tonight we're feeling, or we are recording this on Wednesday. Uh, this will be released Friday morning. Uh, Jalen Williams ended up with 18 points, eight rebounds. Uh, JD Note 25 points, no surprise there. And he freaking launched one from the logo and just drained it at uh going into halftime, I think it was. So, uh, sure. just another one of those games where you you see the two ball players that you've got one in the paint that can shoot from three if he needs to, uh, and then you've got the other power guard that we really needed desperately, and uh, he's showing up. So, everybody else kind of fits their role well, and um. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's no real surprises here. Well, Trey Wade um, has been a great uh, addition to this team. You know, when we're watching Trey Wade out there, he's um, he's not attempting to be the star. He's just he's just there, just doing his job. Now that's and, a great point. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, he's been. He went four for four tonight. Um, he. You know, he hit, I believe he hit two threes and then two layups. Five for five, so, by the way. Oh, five for five. Yep. It's one short, but he, he did really well tonight. And so this is a guy that's not trying to stand out too much, but he is that, I think he's that final mold um, to make this team great because since he's hit the starting lineup, they're five and oh. Yeah. And so um, we can hope that this continues as they get ready for West Virginia on Saturday. But Trey Wade deserves some credit uh, just as much as anyone else on this team right now, um, defensively, offensively, making shots when he has them. Um, he's just done a great job. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned him because he definitely has. He He's filled his role uh, perfectly. And, I mean, tonight he just played splendid. You know, he, he – mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think. We have – you know, if you think about it, you've got Jalen Williams. Here's a board. You've got J.D. Note, here's a board. To glue those boards together, you need a gluing compound, and I think Trey Wade is that. He's a good um, – I mean, he's just good overall player, you know. Right. So I'm right. glad you brought him up. Uh, yeah. What did you want to see more out of this game? So, you know, Ole Miss put that 1-3-1 one, one in. Um, and Ole Miss, you know, they, they did well with that defense – um, Arkansas struggled to break that down in the first half. And uh, honestly, they were lucky to have a seven point lead at the half. And so, um, 
they're going to have to learn to pass the ball well without turning the ball over um, and uh, beat the zone because people know this is, this is not a three-point shooting team. You know, that is not one of their strengths. Um, we remember we, we messed up the streak, 1,092 games, a uh, couple games back. And so when it comes to this team, they're going to have to either A, shoot better, which, you know, maybe you shoot more and fix that. But if it's not fixed right now, um, what are we, 20 games in the season now? 20 games in, yep. then it's not going to be fixed in the second half. You can still have them do it. Maybe it brings a percentage or two. But really, you just have to work on not turning over the ball when people put put those half-court stats um, so, in a good and just passing passing cleaner so two things that come to mind here if we're wanting to go to the ncaa tournament we have to clean up our turnovers i mean we had 14 tonight and honestly i'm not surprised because that's been a consistent problem for game after game after game and here we are sitting at 14 now we're not going to win ball games against very very good teams Ole Miss isn't a good team. I'm going to say that right now. They look sluggish. They look slow. Uh, and we basically match their energy. I mean, that mm-hmm. that's just how it is. I'm just going to say it how mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 turnovers against that kind of team kind of worries me. Um, it, and it wasn't even necessarily that they were really good defense. They had good defense, okay? They, they were good about, you know, stopping us whenever we were driving the paint. And uh, we'd have to pass out. But – a lot of them were just sluggish plays, you know, just bad passes, uh, not really getting your hand on it. I mean, it it seems to me that some of it was just lack of effort. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we're going to have to seriously clean up if we want to have a chance at the tournament. For sure. Well, right now, uh, Lenardi, uh, I believe that's ESPN analyst, has us as the last, the first team out of the tournament. I think that changes after tonight and they're probably a 12 seed, the last four in, which is the play in game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then CBS analysts, they're not coming. His name's not coming to mind right now. Um, but he has them as the last four in. And so in Florida lost twice this week, so they'll probably drop down a little more, but um, I would hope that after this game, they're, they're concretely in the tournament Um you know, this is we're halfway through the season, mm-hmm. and you know, you just want to move up from here. But really, what they what we want is for them to um, be in that ten line uh, when it comes to the NCAA tournament, so they don't have to do the play in game. But they're going to have to continue winning, winning and improving um, to to get there. So um, we'll see what happens. You know, it was a good win tonight. Uh, I like the defense. The defense showed up tonight, held this team to under 50 points. Was it 50 points? What was our final course? Uh, they had 55. 55 points. Held them from uh held them under 60 points. Yeah. And so um, you know, you gotta you gotta be proud of the defense. They've done better and uh yeah, just improve going forward. Yeah, and my second point, I forgot to mention it, was uh, our lack of offense. That was worrisome to me, and I think that contributes to the turnovers. Um, For sure. Go ahead. Yeah, when a team knows you can't hit a three, 
and they just have to watch J.D. Note and Williams. And Williams is just setting up the offense. That's his role. Mm-hmm. And he hit a couple of big threes tonight. So give him props for that. But when you don't have to worry about the other three players too much, um, you're just needing a third person to step up yeah. um, for them to be consistent. So, um, yeah, the offense, it didn't get 80 points, but it's also because Ole Miss forced Arkansas to hold the ball for 30 seconds to try to generate offense. Um, Arkansas likes to get up and down, and Ole Miss, the way they played defense, just didn't allow that to happen. Yeah. And so. All right. Uh, looking ahead to West Virginia, we're going to be playing uh, Saturday. Do you know where – is that home? Is that a home game? It is home. Nice. It is That'll home. be a good game for us. Yep. And then uh, our old friend Gabe Osaboyan is going to be in town. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I saw a uh, familiar picture there. I'm looking at the um, the ESPN page, and I, I thought I saw him. He is I call him Mr. Brick because he couldn't make a shot worth a darn at Arkansas. No, but he could play defense like yeah, crazy. He yeah. he's like six eight, and he he's wiry and can move around. And I think he's only averaging like five points a game, if that, over at West Virginia. But uh, it's crazy to think. He was there with Mike Anderson and with uh, Daniel Gafford. and He's still you know, going. I mean, he has to be a six-year senior. <laughs> I mean, he's, it's been a long time since, uh, since those days. So, you know, hopefully, you know, we, we beat them and play well. They like to get up pace. I think that plays into more of Arkansas's hands, especially at a home game. Um, because they, the, the, for West Virginia, they like to call themselves press Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, they like to run that 40, 40 minutes of hell type of defense that Arkansas used to have full court press the whole time. Um, it's not as good as other years. However, um, uh, they're going to be prepared. Um, I think Arkansas can get up and down the court, watch the turnovers. Um, Devo, don't dribble it like crazy, man. You're a great player. Play within your game. Be confident in yourself. Um, play good defense. Um, but as long as they control the ball, and I say you keep this below 15 turnovers, that's a high number. Let's let's go 13. If we get if we have it under 13 turnovers, I like the chances. If they go over, I'm gonna say it's a 50-50 shot. But I think that if we score over 120 points, we will win the game. <laughs> yes. That's what I think. Yes. I don't I don't think, you know, I I I only remember one game that we've had 120, and that was against the opener last year. So I think they scored 153 in that game. But well, I, think, uh, I I think the key to uh to our game to winning this game against West Virginia is to stop Taz Sherman. Uh, mm-hmm. He's very similar to J.D. Note, and we mm-hmm. see it, we hear it just about every game. The key to our opponent is to stop J.D. Note, and I think that's going to be very similar to this guy named Taz Sherman. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now he's got 11 points, and they're, they got 16 minutes to play against Oklahoma right now. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I – I'm not scared of him, but I do think that he's a very huge impact player for West Virginia, and I don't think they'd be sitting at 13 wins if they didn't have him, to be honest. Yeah, and the Big 12 is not easy. You yeah, know. yeah. Um, they play Kansas, Texas Tech, Texas. Um, you've, you've got some strong teams. Kansas State 
who's that, you know, they've only won two games in that conference, but they're still a top 75 team just because of how good uh, the big 12 is. And so because of the depths of that league and TCU is a tournament team that's there too. Um, and I'm probably forgetting some OU beat us, you know, pretty bad this, this year, uh, Oklahoma state, but as they come in here, uh, Arkansas better be ready to play because West Virginia is going to try to pop you in the mouth yeah, and they're going to run up and down the court. And this isn't, this isn't just for Arkansas either. Uh, It's important for the SEC to do well in this big, big 12 SEC challenge because they start to compare uh, resumes by the difficulty of the conference, Mm -hmm. the better the SEC does in these 10 games. So you want to go six and four. Um, it's okay if you go five and five, but you want to go six and four because it adds more weight to, to, uh, your schedule at the end of the year, when you have the selection committee looking at NET strength of schedule and, you know, trying to figure out which teams they are going to put in. So it's important for not just Arkansas, but the SEC as a whole. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, let's move into new news. Um, do we have anything about football, by the way, before we get into it? You know, Arkansas did good this week. They've got three uh, four-star tight ends. They got a kid out of oh Oklahoma. How could I forget? Luke Hats, I believe his name was. Um, I don't have my computer in front of me, but um, he was the number two tight end in the nation, according to 247 Sports. And uh, they also picked up a linebacker out of Georgia this week. Um, as well as a cornerback transfer out of the University of Georgia. And so Arkansas is doing well right now, currently in the 2023 uh, reporting or recruiting class, they're ranked number three. Um, so that's a huge, uh, huge deal. However, you know, keep in mind that they have more recruits right now committed to them than most of the other schools have um, in total. So, um, because of that, that's why they're higher ranking. I, I think that the 2023 class will be uh, the best class that we've had in maybe 20 years. Okay. And so um, with three four-star tight ends, uh, I think Coach Pittman is going to start setting up his team similar to how Georgia has their set up, very tight end heavy. I get a couple good receivers out there too, but – you know, this year was Coach Pittman's type of team. Let's power football this thing, get some play action, and let's just beat up some teams. And yeah. so I think he's prepping for that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the tight end battle that's going to happen. I don't think we're going to just have one tight end on the field. I, I think that's a very uh, conservative statement I just made. I think that we're going to have two tight ends on the field pretty often. And uh, we're going to utilize them very well. And um, I, I'm excited. Now, I did hear, I got, I heard some news earlier today about uh, Hornsby. Uh-huh. Uh, they said that he is not good at catching. So, it's going to be very interesting to see how we're going to use him. Maybe some Wildcat. Uh, I don't know what we have in store because I don't have the game plan in front of me. But um, you've got to use him. You know, he's he's so fast. He's so good you've got to find a way to use them well well what the good thing is you can always work on your catching ability 
when you're six years old, you go outside and you play catch with your dad or with your mom or with your sibling. Um, and, and that's how you work on those things. And even as you older, you get older, the more you practice, play simple catch, then run routes and catch, and then run routes with the person covering you and catch. Mm-hmm. So even if his hands aren't the best right now, his speed is such a weapon that you work on him being able to catch uh, in traffic on the move. Um, and you just want him, if you need to put some stickiness on those gloves for those, for that ball, just to glue to there, do that. Um, so let me, but, let me ask you this. Where would you think he would end up? He would be a slot receiver. Okay. Uh, he's, he's too fast. Now too he could be on, too. yeah, he could be on the outside, but Cooper cup five ten. He led the, the NFL That's this true. year. He led the NFL this year, touchdowns, receptions, and uh, yards. And then you have Tyree Kill, 5'9". I mean, we, we know Tyree Kill as a superstar now. And so you, you set Hornsby up for success by helping him catch, but also teaching him how to run routes. Um, he is way too good of a player, way too much of an asset. Um, to let him leave Uh, so see what you got to do there's a place for him on this team for sure and so uh, don't don't let him transfer he's he's just way too good okay yeah all right uh new news the jb hunt nil deal uh the hunt uh what do you want to call him ancestors the son of jb hunt jb hunt jr uh they have started a can have you looked into it i looked they started a foundation to start uh nil deals for the university of arkansas or for college players in general mm-hmm. um and so uh and jd note was one of the first ones to to get this offer he signed a contract with them in fact i um, think he was the first one yeah so that is that is really awesome for the university of arkansas um that is a great asset for them to continue recruiting well and and more importantly, maintaining their players from going to the transfer portal. And so, um, can I, you know, he won't be the only player that gets the NIL deal. They just got to keep it going um, for that un- for the University of Arkansas, so that they can continue improving their teams. And so, um, and maybe just maybe that's why Arkansas ended up uh, getting you know these cornerbacks out of georgia and lsu um here to to play so we'll see what happens going forward but it's a really great foundation for jb hunt to help out the university of arkansas yeah and i think it's pretty awesome how they are using that to influence like other nonprofits, right for sure so i'm not sure about the specifics but i do know jt jd has elected to do a uh a Samaritan, what is it? It's like free meals for those in need. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. probably, um, I don't know much about it. And JB Hunt itself is a um, nonprofit, but they do help a lot of nonprofits. Yeah. And so um, it's one of those situations where they can use their resources to, to make sure families are fed and taken care of. And if there's a need, um, they have an, a, a division that helps in that area. Yeah. So, and I don't know a, a lot of the information when it comes to that. I just know that they have 
individuals within JB Hunt that go out and they help uh, uh, lower income families and individuals. And I think, I think it is very, very important that we got one of these fortune 500 companies on board here for sure uh, to find some way in, you know, snake your way through. And uh, I mean, we're, we're starting to see some funneling happen to where it's starting to work down. It's starting to work the way it's supposed to be designed for. For Um, sure. I I just wonder what the future is going to look like with this. It it, it makes me think. Yeah. This is the uh, first um, season. Now remember, you know, it started right before football last year. So this is the, they're, we're still getting used to NIL. Um, and so as it continues going on, I'm curious what's going to happen in the off season after baseball, because we kind of have a dead period for college sports for about two months, two to mm-hmm. three months. And so um, I'm curious what's going to happen there, because that's when I think the start of these NIL deals will start to fire up a little more. And going into next year's football season, we'll kind of get a better idea of what all of this will actually look like. All right. Uh, so let me ask you this. Do you think Walmart or Tyson is going to hop on board? Um, probably not Walmart. Uh, just because they're, well, maybe cause Bud Walton arena, uh, Bud Walton, Walmart foundation, or that's, a one of the children of, uh, Sam Walton was, Bud yeah, Walton. there's, there's a ton of Walton so, stuff around the U. Yeah. So it's possible. Um, I guess because Nike's there in Oregon, they help out Oregon. I think it's possible. Uh, the way my brain processes it is Walmart is so big around the world that you don't want to hurt those profits mm-hmm. by investing into one school. However, you know, they've helped in uh, Bud Walton Arena. They helped donate to build that universe or build that uh, that arena for oh, the they, school. So I think you wrote a check. <laughs> for however much it's going to cost to build the whole arena yeah yeah so they i mean back in 94 when they opened that thing up and so you know it's it's one of those things probably i and i can more i can see tyson more than anyone actually being in there um just because tyson's closer to the university they're in springdale um they're 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 Chicken goes everywhere in the U.S., but it's more in the South, and so maybe get these Fortune Five companies in there. It does help the university. So um, we'll wait and see. That dollar amount can go up though when you're trying to get these players with uh, using those as sponsors. So we'll see. So speaking of that, do you think there should be a cap on NIL deals? Uh, there's no way to monitor that. I agree. NCAA, yeah, the NCAA can't do anything about it. And one cap, let's say, let, let's think. I was talking to somebody at work about this, and that's why it was a spontaneous question. Um, a cap for an Alabama is a lot different than a cap for a Louisiana Tech. So right. whenever you start making a boilerplate market cap to where you cannot, you know, contribute more than this amount. Uh, or the school cannot accept more than this amount. Mm-hmm. You're kind of messing with uh, 
messing with hot potatoes there. You're kind of dealing with a, a pickle situation. Right. Well, and I don't think it's, I don't think there's ever going to be a cap number. Well, the NCAA might get around and figure some standards when it comes to it, but to go to the NBA um, and you're in the D league, I think it's 300,000 to be in the D league. Or if you get in the NBA, it's a $300,000 contract. And if you want to play pro ball overseas, you're getting in the millions. And if you get to the NBA, you're getting in the high millions. And so um, I think that the max would be probably 250000 Um We'll see. Um, but I doubt it's ever going to get up in the millions unless it's football or baseball. Um, you doubt it? I doubt it. Wow. Uh, See, I, I think it's going to happen. Now, G League, if the G League raises their salaries, because let's be honest, majority of players, are if they're mediocrely good, or, you know, they they have talent, but not necessarily NBA talent yet. They're, I mean, they're going to have to go to the G League and they'll get that money. In college, you're not going to get the money that you're going to get in G League because what's the re- why would you want to uh, give more money than what you can get going forward unless you're trying to get the player to stay in college? And so I, I think that 250000 mat uh area will be max. Um, and let's be honest, anything over 100000 is going to be crazy for an 18 to 22-year-old. And so we'll just yeah. see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you can look at uh, Bryce Young. I mean, we talked about that. Yeah, uh, but that's that's also football, though. Football, there's not a minor league. It's just straight to the NFL. And now if you're on a practice squad in the NFL, you know, you, you're going to do pretty well. But if you're going to – if you know you're going to be um, drafted, seventh-round draft picks still get a th- hundreds of thousands of dollars. But if you're a first or third round, you're looking at four to five million. And if you're in the first round, I mean, you're in the tens of millions. And so um, that that's just slightly different. But yeah, basketball is is, is going to get that lower number, I think. Yeah. I like it. Good point. Good point. Uh, well, we have no listener mail yet again. Please mm. send in your questions. Pixily yes. Podcast, P I G S I L O Y P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Whenever we get listener mail, I will quit spelling it out. Deal? <laughs> uh, whenever, yes. whenever you send in your question, be sure to include your name and where you're writing from, and we'll be sure and uh, mention it on the pod. I'm a little tired right now. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know, that. It's just part of doing business. Um, so, yeah, send in your questions, and uh, we'll, we'll mention them, and we'll answer your questions or uh, talk about your statement, whatever, however you feel. I mean, just give us something to talk about, please. Just say something. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. Anything at all. <laughs> we'll talk about hot dogs at a, uh, at a uh, ballpark. I mean, let's see. What else? What else can we talk about? How high-dollar beers are at any given – venue uh let's see what else what else aaron give me something else i froze man no we'll we'll talk about anything we'll talk about anything just give us something to talk about because right now right 
Aaron and I are the only ones giving content and I'm an engineer. I'm not very good at giving content and Aaron's a psychologist. So he just thinks about things all the time. So <laughs> we're having issues here. We're having a disconnect. So, uh, Hey, email us your questions. You know what? Just send us a DM, send us a DM on Facebook, Twitter, Pixel podcast. That's right. <laughs> Apple, all the things. This might be the latest that we've recorded. Well, it's not the latest, but it it's it's close. You know, we watched it's close. Aaron, and I so got up that, at I got up at four thirty this morning to go to the gym, so I'm exhausted. Did you go work out with Uncle Gary again? No, I did not. I went with <laughs> Melissa. Oh, yeah, she <laughs> that uh, helps. She was on the treadmill the whole time, but I woke up at four thirty, and she was like, "I'm not, I'm not feeling like getting up right now." I was like, "Oh my god, okay." So I. <laughs> came in here and did some uh did some work with my part-time job and went in there at five and i said all right you ready to go she's like all right i guess so she got up and uh we went to the gym and left at i think 5 30 got back and i uh yeah got ready for work and all and so here we are and then got home uh had some stuff to take care of and then watched the game and watched wheel of fortune and then here we are we are getting older. Uh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's it's eight thirty. It's eight thirty, Aaron, and I'm ready to put my head down. And all I thought about is the stock market all week. So <laughs> we went, <laughs> we went rice pudding, stock market, and we're prepping for baseball. Nothing, nothing better to make you feel like you're in your sixties. How many days, Aaron? Oh gosh, eighteenth three, something like that. I, I saw it today um so what is today the 27th 26 so 26 so you got 22 days 7 14 21 22 23 i'm coming for your job aaron that's right listen you're the engineer you're supposed to know (laughs) i'm 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 the psychologist or i'm not really a psychologist i'm in mental health but uh it's one of those it's close enough <laughs> but it's it's one of those things i don't talk about numbers i talk outside of numbers we have to look outside the numbers man <laughs> but did you uh, uh did you stop by one of those marijuana joints and grab a joint is that what you're doing listen here i don't do none of that stuff all right <laughs> we stay away from that stuff you were just unless one it's with in nature that's right that's right Oh me, but yeah, man. Um, just it's been a late, it's been a crazy week. Let's just continue watching Arkansas sports. Um, let's continue moving forward, and hopefully, Arkansas here when March comes around, we get to watch them and um, the sixty-eight team as one of the sixty-eight teams that are playing. So, yep. Well, uh, that's gonna do it for this episode. We will see you guys next Friday. Uh, until then, I think we have two basketball games, and uh, hopefully we have some more news coming out that we can talk about. For sure. No, we get ready for West Virginia this Saturday, and I believe it's Georgia next week. So um, hopefully by this time next week, we can talk about two more wins. Keep calling those hogs. Keep listening to our podcast. We appreciate you guys. Uh, send those questions um, and uh, download our content. So we appreciate it. And, hey, maybe next week. Uh, the second is my birthday. Oh, snap. and uh, and uh, we may have Casey Martin on for that episode.
Oh man. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Uh, go ahead and give us a follow on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and Hey, that's all I got. You got anything? Nope, that'll be it. Follow, like, subscribe, all the things. We'll see you guys next time. We pig. See y'all. See ya.